Karibu AMG Realtors. We have specialized in selling of land across the country in areas like Nanyuki, Naivasha, Nakuru, Juja, Kagunda Road, Malindi and the Abadeas. Contact us today for land investment solutions and have your title deed delivered within 60 days upon completion of payment. SMS AMG to 402 or call us on plus 254-748-229-941. AMG Realtors, we don't just deal in land, we deal in value. Hey Marianne. Hi, babe. How are you? I'm great. I'm great. It's so good to have you here on the show. I'm <laughs> so excited for you, most of all. And you being here is one of those things we've been trying to do for a while. <laughs> I know. But it's about timing. And it's like, that's it. We got to do it. We're making it happen. So exactly. I'm excited. Yeah. Anytime. Let us know more about you because I want people to know who Marianne is and what you do so that you know people just get the little things going. Right. Okay. So hi, everybody. My name is Marianne. I am a native New Yorker and a travel and lifestyle blogger. But I recently launched my own book. Um, It's called If People Are Watching Unhinged, what I learned from saying it's you, it's not me in the New York City dating scene. So I guess I can add published author to my introduction now so yeah that's a little bit about me (laughs) and i also have a podcast really quick uh it's called the city confessions where i invite real people living in new york city to come talk about their stories their truths their vulnerabilities it's just a good chit chat moment so yeah (laughs) okay okay that is dope you know now now as you mentioned new york something came to my mind i was like what if someone is not in new york if they read it, will they have like an like an inside scoop of what New York dating is like? Absolutely. So I feel like it's like when you have a book, you do have a targeted audience in mind. But the beauty of it is that I'm talking to everybody who's dating. You know what I mean? I'm just giving the real lens to the reality of dating in a big and busy city like New York. And the everyday struggles that I personally experience. And since launching it, I've spoken to other single ladies, I guess you can say. And they were like, oh my God, this is what I'm going through. And these are the thoughts that I have when I approach these like dates and men. And I didn't know somebody else was going through that. And then I have on the flip side, people who are in relationships, who are in marriages, who are engaged. And they're like, wow, thank you for sharing this because I didn't have that. You know, like they're not dating. But it was nice to like live vicariously through me. And again, I talked to you about this prior to the recording. But yes, the premise is about dating. But more than that, it's about self-development, self-discovery and really self-love within the journey of finding love and like finding yourself in the process. So I think that's more of the message than it is about dating. That makes sense. That's beautiful. That's really beautiful. Now, I want to find out. And I'm sure people are wondering, (laughs) when somebody writes a book, something must have happened. (laughs) Oh, my God. Well, are you talking about the book in general, right? Yeah. So what motivated me to write it? Because a lot of people ask me that as well. I would talk to my best friend about it. And she's engaged. She's getting married, actually, in Italy in May. But me, like most girls, women, we love to talk okay we love to dish out dates and like i would call her all the time to be like oh my god i just came from a date blah 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 blah. we would talk we would talk for hours she would literally have to prepare herself because our conversations would not be 10 minutes and the thing is 
I went, I guess like I approached all my dating when like two, three years ago. So I was on it for like two years and so she would listen to all my dates. And she literally said to me, your dates and your experience and your life is so interesting. It's so insane and crazy in the best possible way. And she said, you should just write a book about it. Like they're so unique and like, I love hearing about it. And I've always wanted to be a writer. So that's something that you probably don't know. Hmm. And I was like, you know what? You're right. And we had this conversation during the pandemic, like literally March of 2020. And as we all remember, those were like dark days. And I was like, you know, I have nothing to lose. Did I know that I was going to publish at the time? No. But as I was writing it, it was so therapeutic for me to just look back at my actions and I noticed patterns and everything. And I spoke to you about this too, but the book like wrote itself. It came so naturally for me. And then it was in that moment when I was like, when I finished writing it, I was like, okay, do I want the world to know about this? Like, do I want to put this out there? Because it's vulnerable. People don't realize that this is like reading a diary like i and i'm i'm like so raw in what i write like i was like if i'm gonna write about my life it's going to be authentically what it is and there are definitely things that i could have left out but i chose not to because i'm like this is this is real so what did you not leave out now i'm curious <laughs> no i'm just talking about like okay when you think about dating it's an intimate like i don't say activity but like process yeah like what you go through how what how you approach men and dates and everything that's something really personal and think about i mean you're married but think of like to the women or like men like you don't tell the everybody about that you probably call like your best friend your sister like you tell one or two people about your life and really how you're going through it so me writing about it to the world that's what i'm saying when i say like details like maybe there are some things that i just didn't want it to be known or things that i wasn't proud of or the way i handle certain situations but like i'm human you know i can't present myself as this like perfect person and i think in relationships we often think it's always the other person and we're like oh they did x y and z but like we also have some type of accountability so there is like one chapter i talk about where i wasn't I don't think I was like the best version of myself, but it was a turning point in who I was as a person. So that's what I mean by like discovering or like debating about what to leave out and what to leave in. Okay. I like that because what usually when I hear about, oh, it's not you, it's me, or it's it's not me, it's you. <laughs> like, there's always that tension going on. So when you now decided to now put you know it's you not me mm -hmm. that is very bold so yeah. what makes someone see that and they're like okay yeah marianne's right <laughs> well the title you know we always hear the phrase it's not you it's me as like the breakup phrase so i was like no i'm like i've been in this journey it's not me it's like definitely them but it's definitely like uh you know me i'm really sassy so that was just like a sassy way to get my personality across but i think more than that the book is very empowering for people who are single because i used to be one of those people who thought like not that something was wrong with me but i was like oh my god i can't like find a guy i can't do this i can't do that but it's like actually being single is such a superpower and it's such a beautiful phase for everybody who's in that to embrace 
especially if you want family and like all of that in the long run, which I do. But if I know that's in my cards, right? Like, why am I gonna rush this part of my life? It's like a movie. You don't want to skip through just to get to the ending. You want to like watch it so you can understand how you got to the ending. And that's why I've put like, it's you, it's not me. It's like, sometimes we compare ourselves as women to other people. And we always think like, oh my God, so-and-so is married and this, you know what I mean? Why am I not there? We, we pretend, we put the problem as if it's us. And I think that's why the phrase, it's you, it's not me. It's not a target towards men specifically it's just saying like it's not always about the external like let me embrace where i'm at um so that's that's where the phrase really really like stems from i love that idea it, it kind of opens up pandora's box <laughs> in a way yeah absolutely yeah but i think like my conclusion too really like wraps that up because i think so often again we're always comparing ourselves and we always want to do this this and that and i and i write that you know just because somebody is married or in a relationship or just opened a business or bought a house or whatever like you plug in whatever you want in that sentence right it doesn't mean they're more successful and it doesn't mean they're more happier so it's like why are we associating specific measurements of success that that don't even that aren't really even like authentic you know so that's so true wow you know one of the things that also strikes me is the cover art Mm. tell me about that okay so if you're not from new york it might just be like what what is this but this is a specific (laughs) corner in soho and that corner like east houston and broadway means so much to me because i grew up like not too far from that block and in that corner, there's a big like billboard and it's just really popular. Like all the um, advertisements would just like rotate their displays there. Like Calvin Klein literally had their display there like for like two years straight. So it's just like a corner that I always pass by. And it was just like very, I don't know, like representing of like my home in a way. So I knew that I wanted to like have a thing have a place or a specific vision that embody like kind of like my childhood and also just growing up and like I know people think of Times Square and I'm like but that Times Square is not really like my home it's part of New York but that's not like what I see every day so that's why I chose that specific corner and then obviously the taxi because it's very New York and then like the skyscrapers even though if you see this view there isn't skyscrapers there but it's just a good way to like tie in the elements of what makes new york new york yeah 100 percent. i feel like that book even the cover it's 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 inviting like you want to know more some books are just like plain old red blue yellow yeah. black but it's like that one has detail you can yeah. see those elements and you're like okay i can see the city if i'm familiar with that street i can know it and then they have their own stories like you mentioned some of your friends have gone through those experiences differently from you, but you may have been in the same city and all had different experiences. So it kind of brings everything back into one fold. Mm -hmm. No, absolutely. Yeah. That's dope. That's really dope. Now, let me ask you this. How did it, how long did it take to get this book done? Well, I started writing it in April of 2020. And I received my first copies January of this year, and then I launched March. So it's almost almost two years. 
Okay. Yeah, from like start to finish. And what was your process like in between, like when you're done and waiting for it in January? What, what were you doing in between them to prepare yourself? Okay. It's weird because when I like submitted my last changes, I think back in like November of 2021, um, my job was like officially done, you know, it was going to be in the printing stages. So from like November to like January, I'm not saying I forgot about it. Obviously I was excited, but you know, with the holidays and I was traveling and I knew it was going to come out. So I was just kind of like, it was in the back burner, I guess you can say. And then when I finally received it, I recorded myself opening it and I was just bawling because let me tell you, I've been editing this on my computer, on my laptop. So as we all know, it's so different to physically touch a book. It's so different to physically turn the page. And even the cover, like you were saying, it doesn't look, it, it looks like this in the PDF, but it's even more like it jumps out to you. The colors are even a little brighter than it would look on screen. Mm. And I took that week to read it as a reader because i've been reading it through the lens of an editor and a and a writer and it's hard for me to actually read it because i would like nitpick on like a specific word the detail the formatting and because i submitted it in november i took those november like almost two months of without looking at it so i had like a fresh lens and then when i was reading it as a reader i finally enjoyed it and there were things that i wrote in the book where i was like oh yes like that was deep or like oh my like I, I almost like forgot that I wrote it so it's it's funny you know but um no I'm really proud of it <laughs> no I'm proud of you you know you. you're welcome like meeting you just it's, I think it's gonna be a year now you know and see how time was flying just flying yeah, I know. <laughs> so much has happened you know because when we're on clubhouse Nobody knew Marianne was writing a book. Nobody knew that this was going on. Yeah. So it's such a nice surprise to see, wow, she also got something in her, you know? It's mm-hmm. a good element of surprise to bring out. And I think we always, I mean, maybe it's, again, it's the New Yorker in me, but everybody has secret projects and secret side hustles. And another question I get asked often since doing this, is like, oh, what are you working on next? Like, are you, is there going to be a part two? And I'm telling you right now, I, I have not written anything else. But I think it's also important to like sit with the win and celebration. Yeah. Because so often we like just skip it and we don't like celebrate it. And I spoke about this in my uh, podcast confession episode, but I've never really celebrated myself. You know, like there are moments that I go through life and I'm on seventh season of my podcast. I have over 100 episodes. I've worked with amazing brands and those, I am proud of those moments, but I never really like consume it. And so this book launch, I'm like, I'm trying to hold on to it as long as I can and not just glance over it. Okay. That's dope. I like that. That's really, really dope. As when I looked at the cover, the thing that struck out to me was this could be a movie one day. You're telling me that is something I am trying to manifest and you haven't read it yet. So obviously, but 
I truly believe, and I'm not saying this again to like put myself, well, you know, in a pedestal and it's not imposter syndrome or like doubting myself. But even when I was reading it, I was like, oh my God, I can totally see this being like a show or something. And my best friend told me that without me even, I didn't even have those thoughts. And of course she's my best friend. So like people can be like, oh, she's biased. But she like literally was like, oh my God, girl, like, when I was reading it, it seems like a screenplay, like this could totally be a thing. And I don't know. So like that has definitely been in the back of my mind as well. And I think sometimes even me saying it, I'm a little uncomfortable with that. But I feel like discomfort is a good thing. And what I've learned from this whole process is to like dream big, as cheesy as that freaking sounds, because Anytime you limit yourself and you say, oh, that can never happen or like, mm, I wish or like you are already like doubting yourself. So like I'd rather be delusional <laughs> and be like, whatever, you know, like I'm going to go there because by having my mind go there, I'm already like positioning myself in a way to make that happen. Yeah. I actually think that that too, because when I think about books, you know, when you watch like Hunger Games or mm-hmm. Star Wars and you're like, this was, this was a book, you know, Fifty Shades, yeah. this was a book. That's so true. when someone takes that book and they add little things, spice it up, or maybe not take everything out because of some right. sensitive parts, you know, like you can really bring out the story and then you, you never know it's on HBO, it's on Netflix, yeah. it's on yeah. you know, Hulu. And then people watch that and then they go buy the book and then they connect with you even deeper. Then they find you on social media. Before you know it, it turns into a whole synopsis. Yeah. And, and people connect with you. So I see big like that for you. That's why I said, hey, we got to jump on this <laughs> because this is just the beginning of a flight that could take off really fast. Yeah. But I love that you said that because, again, it's not like you read the book or anything. And the fact that you've already had that inclination of like telling me that. Yeah. almost like is a sign for me to just be like I know it sounds again re- really like cheesy but like, to believe in myself because I did have that thought and I was like mm. then I was like no actually it's okay to have both doubts it's like what you do with it right because you can turn it and make it your catalyst and like that fire in you to like truly go after it or you can let that consume you and then almost believe that you don't deserve that. And that's just like limiting beliefs. And I just like, I'm over it. Like I'm not having that, it's 2022. (laughs) Like I'm just gonna, yeah, do what you have to do, I guess. Exactly. Now I'm gonna ask you this question that people Mm -hmm. are possibly thinking, okay, I've read the book or I'm about to read the book. What do I expect? Am I gonna expect tears in the middle? Am I gonna <laughs> laugh about it? Am I gonna No, it's not a sad book, but I will say I think I'm pretty funny and I'm really um <laughs> I have a certain sense of humor and like if you know me, you know me. And I think this book, and if you don't know me, this is a perfect way to get to know me because I've had people, you know, when you like meet people on social media, like obviously like kind of like me and you, like we've never met in person, but I feel like you know me and I know you. And I would have people who have read it was like, wow, I feel like I know you so much better or like I can understand parts of you that I didn't before. Um, So I think this is me as a book. Like I did not, try to change my voice i did not try to change how i behave i didn't try to 
portray myself in a light that could have been better or or what I wanted people to see or read. Like this is as real as it gets. And because I wasn't 100% sure I was going to publish it, that's how you know or I can say for certain that I wrote it for myself. Okay. So um it's funny and entertaining. Um there are definitely you won't cry, but there are definitely moments where I just think it's real. Like it's super real. Like there are highs, there are lows. There are fun times, there are times when I was stressed. There were moments when I was like an overthinker. There are moments when I was like fuck this. So, it's a little bit of everything. Yeah. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. dope because you really tapped into the real lifestyle. Like it's not like that scripted play that everyone's like, "Oh yeah, we know this is scripted. We know what happens at the end." It's like you don't know what's going to happen because Oh no, you won't know. You do not know. I'm telling you right now. And I think <laughs> that's the most interesting part and that's what people have it's an easy read. It's not like hard. It's not like you got to sit down. Like people have been like they read it in a day, which you totally can because it's only like 100 and like 60 like 70 pages, which seems like a lot, but the way I broke it down, it's very it's like a binge-worthy book. Mm-hmm. Um because there are 12 chapters and each chapter talks about a different guy. And I think um so when after you read one, I lead on to be like, okay, what's going to happen next? Who am I going to meet next? So, yeah. I'm not going to give too much away. <laughs> That's dope. I like the way you broke it down to 12 chapters. So, out of those 12 chapters or 12 scenarios, Are there any that you would relive again or now you just put it into the abyss? <laughs> <laughs> I love that question. Well, okay. Chapter 7 is entitled The One Who Got Away. So, I'm just going to leave it as that. Like obviously, I think that person and that experience like has a special place in my heart. And then I would say um chapter Their 10 is is called the one I screwed over. And I think again that was a chapter that I was talking alluding to before about learning the most with that guy and experience that changed me as a person for the better. But I had to go through like reality checks of myself and of things that I need to work on. So I think those two are like very contrary, right? One is like really really positive and the other one is like not so positive, but they were both very necessary. Yeah. That's dope. You know what came to me as you said that I was like I'm imagining the guy is reading this book. <laughs> okay, so that's another question I get asked. They're like, "Oh, do the guys know that they're in a book?" First of all, I don't have contact with any of these guys. Clearly, like I'm not with them. Can they find me? Absolutely. I'm not a private person. So, I don't you know what I mean? Like I don't know. That's very like Yeah, I just don't know, but at the same time, I don't know what guys would would go, like would see that and would be compelled to actually go buy it unless they're like, mm, like I wonder if I'm in it. But I changed the names obviously. Um so and I've dated more than 12 guys. So it's like it's one of those things where you have to go out of your way to like purchase it and read it to to find out if you're in it. For the guys, you know what I mean? So I don't know. But I don't talk to any of them anymore obviously. So 
Okay. <laughs> that makes a lot of sense. I love the name change too, because if they, yeah, they, the only way they can know is if they read the text and they'll be like, okay, yeah, that's me. But they wouldn't know that until they even buy it or yeah. go through the whole book to figure absolutely. out. Absolutely, well. absolutely. Because in the chapters, it's very vague. And that's how, I don't know, like the people, the girls or, or even guys, actually, I'm curious, but like when I date people and I talk to, talk about them to my friends, I never give them names hmm. unless it's like a thing. Like if we are a thing, I can like give you a name, but like you never know what's going to happen. So like I usually just say like a nickname or like, oh, like, yeah. So it's funny. That's dope. <laughs> <laughs> This is so dope. I'm I'm actually excited for this book. And definitely I know people are gonna tap in. They're gonna listen. They're gonna read. Eventually they're gonna watch. And they're gonna be like, oh, okay, this is different. I like this. Cause it's mm-hmm. new. People are looking for new things to discover. So exactly. this is one of them that is also gonna kind of shape their own relationship and be like, if she could do this, then I can do it too. I love that you said that because I'm telling you in this book, like I said, it's really empowering. Like I'm like the best hype woman for everybody out there who's single because there's no problem with that. You know what I mean? I think you should own that. And I think that's the whole point. It's like, it's entertaining and I'm utilizing my own stories as like anecdotes, but it's also like um, an inspirational book as well. And like a, don't worry, I got you. Like you're not alone type of book. Mm. So, Yeah. That's dope. Okay. I love that. If there's any way they can reach out to you or connect with you, what are the options they have so they can grab this book on the fly? Yes. I mean, I'm sure you have like description or whatever, because obviously I have a podcast as well, but the book is called Unhinged. What I learned from saying it's you, it's not me in the New York City dating scene. I know it's pretty long, but that's whatever. It is what it is. And then on Instagram, I'm Marianne, M-A-R-I-A-N-N underscore Yip, Y-I-P. But again, I'm sure Fader will have all of this as clickable links. Um, but yeah, I'm on Instagram. You can purchase the book on Amazon, Barnes and Nobles, Mascot Books. If you just literally put it in Google. And that's about it, I guess. That's dope. That's dope. Thank you so much, Marianne, <laughs> for joining. This has been truly an amazing experience. And I'm looking forward to bringing you back here again. Yes, thank you so much for having me. I'm so happy we did this and it was kind of spontaneous, but I thought I thought it was perfect. So yeah. Exactly. Perfect timing. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Till we meet again. All right. Bye. Bye. <laughs>